hope in this year to come you make mistakes. Because if you're making mistakes, then you're making new things, trying new things, learning, living, pushing yourself, changing your world. You're doing things you've never done before. And more importantly, you're doing something. Welcome to Come Listen with Celeste Hamilton. This has been such an amazing journey exploring my own creativity and producing my own show. If you're new here, welcome. And if you're returning, thank you for coming back. This podcast is available on platforms such as Apple, Spotify, Anchor, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. I ultimately want to continue to grow and make this show better. You can help me by leaving me a comment, rating the show, or sending it to someone you know. If you want to further today's discussion, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Talissa Hamilton Podcast or at Talissa Dudley. Don't worry, I'll leave all of this information in the description box. Yes, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> we are going to talk about it. We have to talk about it. I know it's a subject that most people probably don't want to hear because it's their favorite thing. But yes, we are going to talk about alcohol, uh, substance abuse, and you know how alcohol positively impacts us because we have a lot of memories around it, but it also like negatively impacts us too. So I feel like I wouldn't be myself. Um, or do any of you justice if I gave a lot of fluff this episode. I really want to dive into, you know, how alcohol affects us. So I hope you have an open mind and an open heart, and I hope that you can receive the message that I am trying to deliver. And no, I'm not telling you not to drink for the rest of your lives and to be sober for the rest of your lives. No, because I don't plan on doing that. What I want for us to do is all come to the conclusion that we all, not all of us, because not everybody drinks, but most of us drink who do drink. We all have to be, you know, accountable and come to the realization that alcohol is not the best thing for us. Uh, Health wise, emotional wise, mentally, it's, it's, it's a problem and we need to, you know, dive into how it's a problem and yeah, we're going to do that together. And of course, like always, I'm going to share my personal experiences and my personal stories with it. And we'll go from there. So this month is October, right? And for this October month, this beautiful month, uh, full of activities and festivities and lots of scary movies and all these great things, I chose to do a sober October. And how we got here, not by choice. Uh, Actually, my best friend, hit me up uh, a day before October first started. And she was like, Hey, let's do sober October. And I was just like, okay, cool. You know, without even thinking about it, but it's actually something that I've been wanting to participate in for quite a while. I've tried a couple of times to do this uh, and I was never able to make it through one week, let alone two weeks. But now it's been almost three weeks and I'm super happy that, you know, I'm continuing to follow through with this commitment. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been very eye opening for me, especially in a few areas we'll discuss later on, but you know, it's crazy because alcohol has such a great effect on us than we actually realize. I mean, it affects our health, our conversations, our moods, our relationships, and our families. And within the first couple of days, let alone week, I started to realize how much it had effect on my life. You know, a lot of my choices are influenced by alcohol, especially, you know, getting off work, I want to drink just because I just thought that was something that you do, you know what I mean? Or, you know, going out to eat with the intention to drink. Or I noticed that I used to eat a lot of like junk food and snacks and stuff when I was drinking. 
Uh, it's just like this craving and this hunger because a lot of your good moments come with alcohol. You know, we do it socially. We do it around the people we love, you know, people at home, like when we're just chilling with our friends or if we're on FaceTime and we're taking shots and it's full of so much great moments, but I would be lying to you if I felt, if I told you that it was all great because in my life specifically, alcohol has like damaged my family, damaged my family in ways that are not, they're not able to, you know, overcome and repair from. Cause it's like so many layers of generational, like trauma associated with alcohol. So yeah, man, <laughs> this is, this is kind of heavy, but I, I want to keep it light as well because I don't want people to close their ears off. I really want people to be open to what I'm going to talk about. And remember that this is all for the betterment of ourselves. And I want us to be able to hold each other accountable and be, you know, great examples on each other and lean on each other and just be honest with each other. All right. So just stick with me. You know what I mean? Because it's just very interesting to me how we just immediately turn to substances in the moment of stress and celebration and boredom and travel and so much more. And I am guilty of that. Like, I love celebrating with alcohol and, you know, I love doing it when I travel. I love doing it when I'm bored, just chilling at the house. But one point, one part of it that I don't love is doing it when I'm stressed because I found myself when I'm drinking, when I'm stressed, it's not making the problem or situation better. It's making it worse because how... I deal with that when I'm, you know, under the influence, how I deal with stress and how I deal with uncomfortable situations or things that make me mad is a lot differently with how I would deal with something when I am sober. So for instance, a lot of things have happened this month. You know, um, I've gotten bad news from family members. I've gotten bad news from friends. Uh, I'm starting a new job. You know, there's there's a lot of things going on in my life right now. And in this month, I've had so much clarity and I've been able to deal with a lot of transitions and a lot of bad news better because I haven't been drinking. It's like my ability to communicate and just deal with confrontation has been on a whole new level. And a lot of, you know, my friends and my families and even my husband has said that to me. They're just like, wow, like you're taking all this so well, all of this like chaos that's being thrown at you one time. And it's honestly because I haven't been drinking. Like I just feel so clear. I've also been feeling like extremely balanced. And when I say balance, I'm coming from a more um, emotional and mental state where it's like, of course, bad things are going to happen. You know, you're going to have a bad day. You're going to get bad news and all these things, but I'm balanced because I feel like I'm coming from an angle of solutions and not problems. How can I fix this? Of course it's here. I can't wallow in it. I can't drink my sorrows away. So how am I going to deal with this? You know, what's the productive way to handle this situation? I believe that's just comes from naturally, you know, when you don't have anything to lean on, all you can lean on is yourself instead of, you know, other substances in those moments of stress, uh, boredom, anger, or even happiness. I just find it's so cool that I am depending on me. Like there's so much strength that we have within ourselves that we don't even give ourselves a chance to prove to each other. You know, we're just so quick to be like, oh, let me take this shot. I'm having a bad day or, oh, and it's just like, no, like lean in within yourself. 
communicate with yourself, talk to yourself, get more clear about what the problem is, get to the root cause of something. Because a lot of times when we find ourselves obsessed, upset or stressed, it's probably not the, the last thing that happened. It's probably things that happened before that. And it's just like building blocks of anger and frustration. And there's a lot of things in deep down within us and trauma within us from our childhood and our adult life and experiences that we're falling victim to. And we're using alcohol as a crutch. You know what I mean? So Another thing I just want people to understand or take a moment and ask themselves is just like, what is my why? What is my why? Why am I drinking so much? Or why am I turning to like substances in all these different areas of my life? Like, why is it just like when the slightest thing happens to me, I'm like, man, let me go get this drink. Man, let me go smoke this weed. Man, let me take these edibles. Like, why can't I sleep? All these things, like if you just take a moment, which is why I think, you know, I don't know if everybody can do it, but if you can, you know, take a month off so you can start evaluating your whys, get down to those root cause problems, because we all need to take that moment. And I think as adults, when, you know, alcohol is so easily accessible to us and substances, you know, in general, we're never going to find that why, because we're always chasing the next and we don't take a moment to like actually meditate and reflect on ourselves. And sometimes that's hard. You know, it's very hard. It's it's hard to be accountable. It's hard to reflect. It's hard to acknowledge that, you know, we might have a problem and we might be dependent because I think we find dependency normal. It's normal to drink all the time. It's normal to take, you know, medicine and smoke and or whatever you're doing. Like it's not normal though. And it's only going to hurt you because it's only only going to get worse over time. There comes a point in our lives where we have to look at ourselves and say, self, what do we want our life to be like? What do we want our relationships to be like? How can we be an example for our friends, our parents, our family members, our kids? Set, start like thinking about these things. How can I be an example for others? How can I show people that you can have a, rela- a healthy relationship with alcohol to the point where you're not dependent on it? Those are conversations I think, you know, especially being a millennial and only being 28, if we get this right now, you know how much we will save the future generations of our family just by correcting our actions because the people in the past, they've already set, you know, the the bad standards for us. They've already set the negative standards. They've already caused generational trauma. But how can we take that and turn it around so that the people after us won't have to experience all these unhealthy, crazy uh, moments? And how can we start building closer and stronger relationships with our families without having these same bad cycles be repeated over and over again? It's almost to the point where it's like, enough is enough. You know, like, of course, you know, there are families who don't have to deal with the things that our families might have to deal with as far as, you know, alcohol abuse and being alcoholics and substance abuse. But some of us and y'all know if this is you, you know, like this is hurting our family and it's going to continue to hurt our family until someone says, you know what, I'm going to start speaking up about this. I'm going to start making changes. I'm going to start setting the standard for what it's like to be around me. And that's sometimes the hard part about change, right? Sometimes we can't look at other people to be the change starters. We have to be the change starters ourselves. And it's a lot of responsibility and it takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of accountability. It takes a lot of uh, self-respect reflection. It takes a lot of people saying, wow, you changing or judging you or, you know, 
thinking about the way you used to be, but I'm telling y'all this, this subject is, um, it means a lot to me because I have seen how badly, you know, how badly alcohol and substance abuse has ruined the relationships within my family and continues to destroy others. So that's why I really wanted to do this podcast episode, just so I can put a little, you know, thought in your subconscious so that, you know, maybe if you don't agree with what I'm saying and, you know, you don't change, maybe it'll just be the start of a domino effect that might make a change within your life so that it can make a change within your family life. So in the first couple of weeks, I realized I like to drink and (laughs) I wanted wine after work. I want to drink while sports is on. You know, I want to drink when the weekend comes and have mimosas. I want to eat out just so I can order my favorite drink. And a lot of people know me for drinking and having a good time. You know, I'm the person that you call on FaceTime when you're bored at home and you want to start taking shots and having great conversation. Like, that's who I am. Um, And during this break, I just realized that is a big part of my life. And I didn't, you know, for me, it's not like I'm the person that gets drunk and I cause, you know, chaos and stuff. And I think that's what we think about when we're like, man, that person has a problem because they act up and get angry and cry and like that. But again, being accountable, although I don't have negative reactions to alcohol, it still is very unproductive. It still is very expensive. It's an expensive habit. It's still showing that I'm dependent on something because I literally think about it every day. You know, it's showing that, you know, I have an unhealthy relationship with it because I turn to it in moments of uh, sadness or grief or, you know, stress and all these things. So don't think that you might not have a problem just because you don't have a bad reaction to something. If you're dependent on something, you still have like, you know, you're still codependent with it. So don't, you know, turn your head away and be like, oh, she's not talking about me because if you are doing the things that I'm doing, then I'm talking about you. Like, again, of course it's okay, like drinking socially and casually or whatever, but if you're just at the house and you're not being productive and you still drinking, like that's a problem. If you're not going to the gym because you rather go out and drink, that's a problem. If you're spending so much money on alcohol a month or a week, that's a problem. If you're drinking every day and not getting drunk, and not even getting tipsy, but you're still having a drink every day, that's a problem. So this podcast episode is for you too. At the end of the day, I just want to see you win. And I want to see myself win. And I want us to hold each other accountable because I love you guys. And I just want my friends to be great. You know, a lot of my friends and families listen to my podcast. And this is a message for all y'all. Like, I want us to hold each other accountable. I want us to see the best versions of ourselves. You know, I want to be an example to you guys. I want to be an example to my son, Logan. I want to be an example for my husband, uh, for my family, and just for anybody listening. I want to be the example. So I want us to hold each other accountable and encourage each other and have these conversations with each other because they're honest and they're real. You know, a lot of times we do talk about a lot of BS and and stuff like that, but nobody wants to have those real deep conversations because again, it requires people to listen, to think about it and to be accountable. And that's like the word of the month, just accountability. And I, I just want you guys to be intentional and again, just understand your why. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And why do I keep turning to this? So moving forward, I just wanted to talk about some of the positive and negative uh, feelings I've been having since I stopped drinking. So again, it's on going on week three. And uh, like I talked about earlier, I've just been more balanced. Um, I have had headaches. Um, 
That's wild. I was like, wow, I'm really having like headaches. I don't know if that's like from withdrawals or or what's going on, but I have dealt with the headaches. I've had more energy though. Um, So that was pretty cool to see. I only drink one cup of coffee a day at this point and I just have so much more energy during the day. My sleep has pretty much been the the same. Sometimes I'm sleeping well, sometimes I'm not. Um, But I do feel extremely good when I first wake up in the morning. You know, I don't feel like hungover or I don't feel like my stomach's all messed up because I had too much tequila the night before or just, you know, I just feel really good, you know, when I wake up Um, and I just feel very clear mentally. I feel like, you know, receiving all the crazy news and some good news this month. That's like one of the best things I'm most happy about is just how clear I am mentally Because I feel like being clear mentally really allows you to make uh, great decisions for yourself and for your loved ones. So definitely clear mentally. Um, And then I found that, yeah, I'm just more dependent on myself instead of other substances in the moments of, you know, that stress, boredom, anger. And even when I'm happy, it's just like I'm here for my own happiness. Um, Yeah. And I just am not easily triggered by my trauma or confrontations. You know, I did a whole episode about my abuse um, and put it out there this month. And I think not drinking definitely helped me uh, get through that and not turn into anything. And I think had I would have been drinking, I probably wouldn't have put that episode out, episode out because I would have been ashamed and just not clear and balanced. But I felt good within my own self and my own experiences to do it. So I did that and, you know, I've also gone through a lot of uh, stuff with my (laughs) family members um, this month. But again, you know, I'm so clear and somewhat balanced that a lot of things just haven't gotten to me. Um, So, yeah, I'm giving credit to my own strength there. My biggest accomplishment this month is just being able to communicate more effectively. Uh, Man, like (laughs) when you find that strength and that balance and that clarity within yourself and you're not dependent on anything, you would be surprised how, you know, you can communicate with others in the moments of confrontation. Like I've come in from I'm coming in from just, you know, a great place. I'm just I just feel great within myself. So I'm able to communicate that effectively outwards towards other people in great times and not so great times. So wrapping this episode up, I just wanted to let you guys know, like, you are so much more stronger than you think you are. And in 2021, leading into 2022, I just want you to take some time and just reflect and, you know, think about this episode, think about the things that I talked about, and just know that you can do it. Like, 30 days, you can get through it. I'm only on my third week, and I'm going to, you know, hopefully make it to the end of the month. And I know you guys are going to be looking for me to give you like the final wrap ups of, you know, how that whole month was. But I just want to encourage you to put the bottle down, put the substances down, you know, find strength within yourself and clear your life up, clear everything that's just seems out of whack up, you know, depend on yourself to make yourself happy, not other things to, you know, make you happy and stop turning to substances and alcohol to um, just suppress things. Let that shit come up. (laughs) You know, let it come up and deal with it because ultimately that's going to help us um, be better as a people, be better as friends, be better as family members and just be better and take control of our own lives. If you made it to the end of the episode, thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please pass it on to a friend. Also, I want to listen to what you have to say. I value you and your feedback. So please reach out to me by leaving me a comment in the review section or by sending me a personal message on Instagram at Talissa Hamilton Podcast or at Talissa Dudley. Don't worry, I got you. 
I'll leave all of this information in the description box. Till next time.